0: When people would have heard this story, it would have shocked them. Particular line that Jesus said would have elicited a response of, what? (gasps) So let's do that. I'm serious. So when I get to the line of, he was a Samaritan, I want you all to go, okay. I'm serious. As they were going, they were cleansed. And one of them, realizing he had been healed, returned, glorifying God in a loud voice. And he fell at the feet of Jesus and thanked him. He was a Samaritan. Right? (laughs) (laughs) That's sort of what uh, is supposed, the gist of what's supposed to get across to us from that story So, um, and Jesus even comments that, you know, 10 of you were cleansed, and the only one who came back was a foreigner, somebody who doesn't fully understand, uh, you know, the revelation of God, somebody who is a mortal enemy of the Jews, Samaritans, as they were. And remember that the Jews believed that the Samaritans had completely polluted um, the, the faith, that they had completely gone astray. I mean, they really, really hated each other. This is why we also have, you know, the parable of the good samaritan, which again, you know, is supposed to be it's meant to be shocking. And the same thing here, that the people who supposedly were living their lives most faithfully to God's revelation were the least grateful for what they received. This man didn't even, you know, you, you had to go to the chief priest or the, the priests, and the priest had to inspect you and, de, and declare that you were now clean and then you could re-enter society. So going and doing that was kind of a big deal. Well, this Samaritan on his way realized he had been healed, they all had, and he waited for that because he wanted to go back to Jesus and express his gratitude. Um, and so, you know, the obvious theme for today Uh, or one of them at least, is gratitude. What does it mean to live a life of gratitude and how difficult that can be? But I believe that it really is a choice. Like so many of the things, how we live, what kind of life we choose, it is in that, in fact, choice. There's a couple of things that I think get in the way of, and I'd like to cover those first, get in the way of living a life of gratitude. And I've, I've isolated two, and I'm sure there are more. But these two, I, I think, are somewhat prevalent. The first is a person who basically leads a life of entitlement. And I don't mean somebody who's been given a lot of blessings. I mean a person who lives as though they ought to be given a lot of blessings. Right? Somebody who, because we've all been given blessings and different opportunities in life but a person who lives as though other people owe them things. I'm owed this, I'm owed this, I'm owed this, and God owes me too. Everybody owes me. And if I don't get what I believe that I'm owed, right, I'm miserable. And they live their lives trying to secure from other people what other people really cannot secure for them, which is essentially happiness. Placing our our needs our, uh, our happiness in other people is always a mistake. Looking for validation in other people, looking for even opportunities from other people. Sometimes they come and sometimes they don't. One of the things we learn very quickly in life is that life is not fair and life is hard. And every child here, every teenager here, if there's something you need to learn about life, that's one of them. Life is not fair. And don't expect it to be. And don't expect other people to give you equity. Because even if you sometimes get it, looking for other people to secure that for you is always a lost cause. The the reality is that, and we hear this in the scriptures, you know, the rain falls on the just and the unjust. There are blessings and there are curses that come throughout life. And looking for God or anyone else to secure uh, fairness, we might get justice, but justice and fairness are different, right? Justice is we receive what what we're owed. Fairness is everybody gets the same thing. Like Christmas, you have kids and you gotta make sure you, you know, you gotta spend enough or everybody gets an equitable, or you know what's gonna happen, right? So that's fairness. Justice has to do with what we're truly owed. And so it's interesting then, a person who lives their lives with this sort of expectation from God, what do we think God really owes us? I'm pretty sure the answer is nothing. God doesn't owe us anything. And yet, God has given us so much. So that's the first one. You know, living a life expecting other people to give you or provide you blessings, entitlement. The second is perhaps more prevalent. And there's a couple ways we could speak of this, but basically a person who is constantly complaining. Complain, complain, complain. Now, some of us, or most of us, probably this is kind of up and down. It is typical when we're going through a tough time to need to talk about that with our friends and with our support system. That's healthy to do. But if if a person is so fixated on the negative, that's all they see, that's all they live for, that's all they consume through the media and otherwise, they become a miserable person indeed. And, you know, they not only become kind of a burden to themselves, but they become a burden to everyone else. These people often lose a lot of friends for good reason because you're miserable. And so, if you find yourself, you know, constantly in this miserable state, the truth that will set you free is this it's your fault. It's my fault. It's our fault. If we find ourselves in this miserable state, we are the ones to blame. Same thing with the entitlement. There's the only person who can set us free, of course, Jesus Christ, but we need to cooperate with his grace. We need to be willing to allow that grace to transform us. And if we're constantly focused on the negative, and you might say, well, Father, there's so much negative stuff. I know, I'm a complainer. I know, I know, I can get in that rut. I get it. And there's so many negative things. It does not mean going through life with rose-colored glasses and never seeing what's real. There's a lot of negative stuff out there. But we can choose the lens by which we see the world and we live life. You know, we can choose to dwell on the negative or we can actually begin to tell ourselves, you know what, maybe it's not that bad. I mean, $5 a gallon for gas is miserable, but we're all going through it, right? So the complaining and complaining, it doesn't make anything better, right? I mean, November's coming, make a change, I guess, I don't know, or keep it the same, whatever you wanna do. Maybe that'll make a difference, I don't know. I find more and more it doesn't, but anyway, that's an aside, don't get me off track. Can't get myself off track. So there, there are so many negative things. There are horrible things happening in the world, right? There are horrible things. And sometimes there are horrible things happening in our lives. And, and when those things happen, we do need to look at them straight in the eye and deal with them. And sometimes that's gonna take us through some, some dark moments. So I'm talking about really the trajectory of one's life. If they're constantly focused, if we're constantly focused on the negative, we will be miserable. And instead, is it not possible, despite the negatives, to see some positives? I think it is. I think it is possible. That doesn't mean we don't want to change the negative. But we're not going to dwell there. We're going to recognize it. We're going to look it squarely in the face and say, I'll deal with that as I need to. But I will not be controlled by the negative things around me. There is too much to be grateful for. And this, you know, of course, goes back to the Samaritan who uh, ought not to have sort of gotten it or understood who he was thanking, right? And not only was he healed that day, but the Lord actually told him he was saved that day because of his faith, because of his gratitude. He didn't merely receive temporal healing. He received eternal blessing. And all of the others should have understood this, and apparently they didn't, or at least not as immediately. And we ourselves, as Christians, as believers, all that God has done for us, this life is not meant to satisfy us completely. We are not meant to have great health the entirety of our lives. Every single one of us, our lives will fail, our health will fail, some sooner than later, some sooner than others. No, we all need to remember where we're headed. This is a journey, but it's temporary. And even in this life, we have so many things to be grateful for. But more so, we are to be grateful for salvation, which has been won for us by Jesus Christ. Please stand.